the football pod on OTB Sports. I, I think they'll have too much. I didn't hear a word you said in the last 45 seconds. What? Breaking news here on the football pod. The football pod is available every Tuesday exclusively on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Okay, let's talk about the weekend's hurling. Uh, you've got the hurling pod graphic behind you there. Slightly delayed recording this week. When can we expect it, do you think? Uh, should be out around five o'clock, hopefully. Um, Paul Murphy is doing his best to get divorced on his honeymoon currently. He brought the iPad and his microphone with him uh, to record the pod, and he ended up watching both of the Munster Championship games <laughs> on his iPad at the weekend, much to his uh, new wife's chagrin. Uh, but she is allowing him away for about an hour to record this afternoon uh, because, unfortunately, he was on safari yesterday, and we had great plans to record at 5 a.m. on Monday, and I was in bed early after that medal presentation to be awoken by a text from James Skell, Cork's favourite pundit right now, uh, who said unfortunately he was sick so we weren't able to record yesterday so we're about 24 hours later than planned but it'll be up uh, later on this evening, probably around 6 or 7 o'clock Well lots to consider um, we, we'll, uh, so uh, yeah, a lot of debate about the quality of fare that we saw in Leinster but um, this always happens it, So Limerick are the best team in the country at the moment but there haven't been that many teams from Munster who've put it up to them in recent years I seem to remember Kilkenny beating Limerick in an All-Ireland semi-final you know in, in, in living memory I seem to remember uh, Galway putting it up to them a couple of times over the last four or five years too so let's just let's just cool the jets on the only thing that matters is the Munster Hurling Championship for, for a while the the end of the Wexford-Galway game was gloriously dramatic and bonkers and sure leads to the stopwatch coming out on the Sunday game for uh, how long uh, each player had over the ball at the end but like you know I, I think all this is going to do is uh, serve to fuel the fires of uh, Leinster hurling in particular Well look it sets up a situation lads where potentially a team with five points in Leinster might not qualify in the top three and get to the knockout stages of the championship and it puts that bit of extra importance onto Dublin's trip to Wexford this weekend in the championship because realistically the way I think both teams have to look at it is Wexford salvaged a point at the weekend with the four late scores from Lee Chin. Galway should have been almost out of sight at halftime with the amount of chances that they missed in the first half. I thought Wexford were very disappointing in the first 35 minutes particularly. They stayed in the game in the second half but didn't look like they were going to get anything from it Galway were six points up even quite late in the game and then Lee Chin comes on just settles the ship a little bit um, he adds that little bit of extra physicality when he comes in I'm sure the debate is going to be there on two sides with Lee Chin but what he brings in the half forward line if he starts if he's fit because it seems he had a bit of a reoccurrence of a hamstring injury after the Waterford game and that's why Wexford have been taking his recovery in a very conservative way but also his long range free taking which we saw towards the end of the game is very important to have him there I'm sure they'll use Rory O'Connor probably for the shorter range frees but for those a bit further out Lee Chin is very very important to the team Galway I thought operated reasonably well in what was a pretty poor fixture overall like I thought the quality of the game was poor enough but it felt like two teams who were you know going out kind of feeling their way into the championship knew the importance of the game uh, with regard to who's going to get out of the province at the end of it this was still a crucial fixture and you know Wexford just about did enough to salvage that point it'll feel like Galway will almost feel like a defeat as opposed to a draw at the end of it but Galway should be able to just get things back on track when they play against Westmead this weekend in Salt Hill Westmead put it up to Kilkenny for 
pretty much all of the first half. Killian Doyle scored 10 points in the first half and then the big guns came on. Like if, if you're going to keep guns in reserve, have a bazooka in TJ Reid to be able to bring on in the second half. And in the end, Kilkenny scored five goals. They still look like they're the best team in Leinster. And I like the way that the start has worked out for Kilkenny because they were easing their Ballyhell Shamrocks players back in. And that was TJ Reid's first involvement of this season for Kilkenny at the weekend in Mullingar. They will play against Leash at home this weekend. Probably should win that. And then they go to Salt Hill, where if they beat Galway, they pretty much have got a foot and a half into the Leinster final midway through the campaign. This weekend, the crucial fixture is obviously Wexford hosting Dublin. Dublin really kind of flattered at the weekend with the two-point win against uh, Leash. Didn't play well, despite the fact they'd won very comfortably against Leash in the league a couple of weeks ago. Ender Rowland had another free, which potentially could have got another goal for Leash late on in the game. Leash were competitive throughout and would probably be happy enough with that start, even though their manager, Cheddar Plunkett, said moral victories are no use to them. It was about trying to get a couple of points at Parnell Park. Leash will feel that they're going to get a victory against Westmead to stay in the Leinster Championship for next year. And Dublin are going to have to up their performance if they're going to get something from Wexford this weekend because I think Wexford are going to be uh, very much improved on what they showed last week Okay Are Cork All-Ireland contenders? Not if they play Limerick again I don't think Um, Again like there was so many parallels with the way that they faded out in the All-Ireland final like the concern would be as good as I think Cork are particularly from midfield up lads if you only score one point from play in the last half hour or so of that game that's simply not good enough and Limerick took complete control of the game particularly from the start of the second half from 40 minutes on there was only one team in the game and Limerick were so so comfortable like there were a lot of plus points for Limerick if you want to focus on them like look at the versatility they've got in their team where Casey can go in a cornerback you can put Kyle Hayes back up into the full forward line and seamlessly it's almost like plug and play they can both fit into the system and things just rock on and like they go down to Porky Cueve they survived the fact that Kingston had put the ball in the net 16 seconds into the game and after that Limerick were just able to take control and again we saw how good Dimmer Burns is we talk about you know how much of a difference Lee Chin being able to put the ball over from long range Burns was able to punish Cork every time that they gave away freeze and Cork I think quite simply didn't give away enough freeze during the game I still think that that defence with Cork is a little bit too nice and a little bit too soft you would hope that some of the times that Limerick were running through them that they would just draw a foul take a free and allow Galan or Burns to put it over but they there was just that lack of intensity in the tackle from Cork which you'd expect if they're going to be able to get past Limerick later in the championship that's not to say that Cork won't qualify or can't get out but Clare the one team who weren't playing last weekend must be licking their lips about the possibility of beating Cork at Semple Stadium because of the fact that now Cork had to give away home advantage due to the Ed Sheeran gig that now that opens the door for Clare maybe to get through as the third team and like in fairness to Tipperary I thought Tip hurled very well against Waterford probably should have been more ahead at half time at Welsh Park didn't do enough and then a story of a sub coming on in Austin Gleeson helped to switch the game for Waterford in the second half and Waterford who've been so impressive and go to Limerick this weekend had to grind out a result in a way that they haven't had to because of the very comfortable victories they had in the league semi-final and the final against Wexford and against Cork respectively had to do a little bit dirtier and more grindy against Tipperary at the weekend but that tipperary Clare game becomes really important now this weekend to see who's going to qualify for Munster and then you've got Waterford going to Limerick in a way it's a pity that Limerick or Waterford didn't get caught out there because it would have added maybe that little bit of extra spice to the game between Waterford and Limerick this weekend yeah. you would think they're both going to qualify even despite who wins this weekend but yeah. it should still be a good fixture particularly because we didn't get to see Waterford against Limerick in the league I don't think Waterford can be too 
expecting, given that their track record in the round robin qualifier, round robin uh, monster championship is actually horrific. So that was that when when there must have been some ghosts sitting in the dressing room at half time against Tipperary, going, "How is this happening again? We're supposed to be the superior force here. We we know we're the better team. We've got silverware gleaming." in our trophy cabinet what's going on here so I, I think maybe spiritually it was more important than even performance that the, the quality of the performance in the second half while it was clearly better in the first half was less important than just getting the win in that game yeah yeah. Get, getting over the line is all that really mattered and, and like Kyo had an excellent game particularly for Tipperary it was kind of a, a coming of age performance for him really and like when you consider how many players are missing for Tipperary especially not to Palin for the start after losing so much experience with the two Mars retiring in off season as well I like I know Tommy Walsh was saying to you last week that he was expecting a kick out of Tipperary when they went to Walsh Park I really wasn't expecting Tipperary to be in what felt like a very strong position do you want to let him in up. Do you want to let him in? Is that, is that what needs to happen here? Is, is what, What's he upset about? I'm not sure. I think I think the neighbours have literally come home from work. I think they usually come home bang on nine o'clock. And I've got a feeling he's very upset about the fact that the neighbours are at the front door. So hopefully he'll stop in a second. Hank, stop. Now, there we go. I think I've kind of caught him to stop there for oh, a second. You're, you're like, uh, what's his name? The dog whisperer. Yeah, I think stop is just about the word it works until the front the door opens again. I can hear the next door neighbors open the door and there we go. Uh, so it's a, it's a losing battle for me here at the moment. Uh, a bit like Tipperary in the second half once Ozzy hey. Gleason came on for Waterford. But um, look, again, I kind of half repeat myself here, but the fact that Waterford got a win on the first day is all that matters. Because I think, as you said, they will be very aware the last two years of the round robin, Waterford had a horrific record in the round robin itself. Actually, the two knockout years probably helped Waterford in their runs to uh, All-Ireland final and All-Ireland semi-final it'll be interesting this weekend even though I think both teams will qualify ultimately for the Munster final and will qualify out in Waterford and Limerick just to see how close Waterford are because we didn't get to see them play against Limerick uh, since that day of the Bales of Hay and the All-Ireland semi-final so intrigued to see how it goes this weekend but is a long road to go in Munster and I really think that Clare will feel because Clare coming in totally under the radar like we were probably guilty of it on the hurling pod last week too because Clare weren't playing nobody's been bigging up Clare or talking about them in any way or talking about the fact that they've got some players coming back in Davey Fitz, Fitz has been talking them up actually saying that the quality of players they have would be enough he's right in the mirror today should be enough to um, see them through at the weekend so you know, he certainly feels like expectation uh, we should be expecting something from this Clare team. Well, if they come through against Tipperary, they've got a really good chance to qualify because Clare will be licking their lips potentially about that game against Cork, which, you know, two wins will probably put a team into a decent position in Munster with the way things are looking currently because I'd be surprised if anyone beats Limerick. Now, maybe that's the cue for Waterford to beat Limerick at the weekend at the Gaelic grounds and Waterford to be talked up then as potential All-Ireland champions. But I think Limerick will sweep their fixtures, lads. And if Limerick sweep their fixtures, it's a dogfight then as the dog continues to bark um, for the rest of the... Uh, teams to try and qualify in Munster he seems to be barking at the hurting pod uh, that dog has more fight than the Cork defence says Powell 74 that's, that's <laughs> a very good observation Powell I'm probably correct after what we saw at the weekend uh, that is a genuine concern uh, there's so much silk throughout that Cork team there's so much running hurling he is literally barking the at the defense. TV look it's, uh, it's, it's he doesn't like what, what does he not like well, there's hammering going on upstairs now currently too, so okay. I'm not sure exactly why everyone has sprung into action just as we decide to talk about hurling here, but these are all uh, topics that we will try and get through between the barks and the hurling pod later on as well. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to do for like the hour and a half of the hurling pod where it just has to be a, a, 
present and like uh, getting the attention that he, he needs and requests uh, alright are you worried about the dubs like cause we had such high hopes after the start of the league season all of a sudden it's like oh hang on a second here well look ultimately they got the results at the weekend even if it is just getting out by a couple of points against Leash when everyone was expecting them to win that fixture we'll know a lot about Wexford we'll know a lot about Wexford and Dublin once that game between Dublin and Wexford finishes this weekend uh, I still think they're a little bit short in scores and I still think it comes back to haunt them a little bit that they don't have say a really star forward within their forward line when it comes to some of the really big fixtures like will they have enough to overcome a Kilkenny a Waterford or a Limerick when the season goes on they have still got a shout of qualifying but I think to qualify in Leinster they may well have to get a victory against Wexford this weekend because I don't expect them to beat Kilkenny and I'm expecting that Galway, with the way that the fixtures fall, should be able to naturally take out Westmeath and to take out Leash. And they'll really fancy coming out on top against Dublin as well. So you're thinking Kilkenny will qualify. Galway still probably, for me, are slight second favourites now ahead of Wexford after what we saw last weekend. But Wexford put in a good performance against Dublin. Then they're set up nicely for going to... Um, they go to Kilkenny, I think, in the last round of games at, at Nolan Park, and they've got Leash and Westmead sandwiched in between that. So Wexford might have enough points in the bag to have already qualified by the time they go to play against Kilkenny. It's amazing how in Leinster, by comparison to Munster, the amount of home and away games you have could well prove to be quite important, the way that the fixtures fall. Yeah. And Wexford would definitely think that they needed to have points in the bag from the home games against Galway and Dublin before beating the two teams you'd be expected to beat and then to get a result against Kilkenny. So, yeah, I, I think probably you're still looking at Kilkenny, Galway and Wexford to qualify from Leinster. Dublin with a little bit of work to do, but it can be blown wide open if they can beat Wexford at Wexford Park at the weekend. The uh, summer of Ed Sheeran is going to have the most impact on Irish sport of any performing artist ever, given the rugby fixture is now going to be in the Aviva as well. So uh, I think we're going to be talking about that for a while to come. Well, good stuff. Thanks a million. Thanks, lads. Apologies about the uh, barking. It's amazing how he's now stopped to be as quiet as possible just so we finish. But, uh. Well, there you go. Uh, Bosang David says, how many other people's dogs barked when they heard Will's dog barking? It's turned into a barking echo chamber here. So the barking <laughs> is general all over Ireland at the moment. Hank, uh, you're an influencer. Congratulations. <laughs> Seven minutes past nine. He needs his own Instagram account. <laughs> uh, or maybe Instagram's past eight. It needs to be TikTok, of course. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.